fuck. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we're going to start. That's exactly, hey. that's exactly how we start the podcast. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's it. The podcast <laughs> has now begun. Okay. <laughs> We're we're back again. He said he just again, like tag team, and not so long this time. Rex in effect. Yeah. So let's begin. Uh, I am not going to play into this 1990s reference. Are you going to hit me with "This is how we do it"? You know. Oh yeah. No, That's I was actually shit. just about to say, well, party on, party people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, uh, can, we, can we get some CNC Music Factory up in here, please? <laughs> oh, we need to go early 90s. Oh, boy. That's- mm-hmm. Ooh, um, yeah. Hold on, I'm going to put the Paula Abdul on deck. <laughs> everybody, 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 everybody. I'm going to put a beat under that. <laughs> please do. That was magical. <laughs> That was magic. Give it out to my uh, old house roots. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody post a thing about the new Dune movie that's coming out. It was talking about how they were fired as the musical producer because all they decided to do was play The Storm by Dabrud. Oh. <laughs> different different varying melodies and uh or not melodies but um intensities and speeds. Oh. So Jesus. mean. Which if we're being honest, I'd, I would have been like annoyed by, but I also would have given them mad props. Totally. For being committed <laughs> to a terrible idea. <laughs> For possibly hours. <laughs> hours of Darude sandstorm. But, I mean, if we could see Moadib on top of a giant, you know, sandworm, why not? <laughs> Some sandstorm in the background, boom. This uh, podcast is off to a great start. We didn't yeah. even do introductions yet. Hey, my name's Ann Hobbs. <laughs> I'm 2101. Do we want to just start over? No, this was part like an actual. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> that was like a full segue in just into nothing. <laughs> no, we need to. We need to keep that. We need to keep this like, too. That, that was like watching somebody fall down the side of a hill in slow motion. <laughs> that was. That was a thing. Oh, and this is infamous Afro, y'all. <sighs> what the hell's going on, fellas? Well, speaking of hills, I've been watching The Haunting of Hill House this week. Yeah. It's kind of spoopy, y'all. Like, originally, I, at the, so, you know, it's a series. It's a horror series, not a movie. Mm-hmm. So the first episode I started watching, and I was like, hell, it has the setup for spooky, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's mostly just family drama that I wasn't really into. And then like the last two minutes just gave me like full body shivers of like, (laughs) Oh my God. Type of terror. So I had taken a hiatus from watching horror things for a long Mm -hmm. time. And I think it was just, you know, being of a parent kind of, 
turned a lot of the gore and things off for me. That like, makes sense. Uh, just over empathy and and things of that nature. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to get back into it, and this is my adventure. I'm going to keep people posted on my um, you know, journey through horror movies and cinema. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, and it's gotten consecutively kind of creepier as it's gone through. I recommend Okay, it. so so if you're back into horror, we need to talk. Have you seen The Witch yet? No. Okay, you need to watch The Witch immediately. Have you seen Hereditary yet? Also haven't seen that one. You need to watch that before you watch The Witch. <laughs> okay. Hereditary ruined me. For horror movies, okay, like like I will never see something that affects me that emotionally ever again. Oh, buddy, now I don't know if I like. I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of commitment. But also, if you haven't if you haven't seen Midsummer, also check out Midsummer. Not as good, but there's something there. It's there's there's some whackness. It it has its moments. Yes. Okay. Okay. I will. I will. Reese. And this has been Two Ton 21's Horror Movie Recommendations 2020. <laughs> Thank you very much. I've also been watching Fire Force per mm-hmm. our uh, last episode conversation. And mm-hmm. going to go ahead and, and agree with Reese, man. That's a dope series. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. I'm not all the way through it, but I dig it. Animation's Good. on point. You know, the story's dope. I really like the intro theme song. Like, mm. I think the soundtrack in general is great, but uh, yeah, that does it for me. Does it for me. So, so thanks, uh, Reese. Yeah, where are you at then? I think I'm on episode five or six. And they have, let's see, I'm trying to think. Like, they had, it was this weird ghost that was just like sitting at a dinner table being on fire. And they they killed him. It was like this boy. If there was ever parents. a metaphor for 2020, shit, right? Yeah, just like uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm already dead. I'm also on fire. Everything's fine, and they're coming <laughs> to get me. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So that was, and it was like uh, it was this girl's parents had died, and so they mm. were. It gave a little backstory to some of the other characters um, and their giant hearts and depths of loss. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to hit crazy mode here at some point for you. As they delve deep into uh, Shinra's past, it was quite an unexpected turn from where I thought they were going. And Interesting. Okay. But it's, I, I was just like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm interested. You you piqued my interest, like, hardcore right now, and I don't know what I'm going to get. And second season is going on right now, and I believe it's being aired on Adult Swim. But uh, I'm not caught up to that point, but, like, what a, what a hell of a series, like, and what a hell of a first season, too. I have to, man, I am, unfortunately, right now, I am in... Fuck Adult Swim forever. Oh my mode. god, I'm so glad you brought I'm this up so because mad. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> they, it, in, in case anybody listening hasn't heard or even fucking cares, the uh, Adult Swim has canceled the Venture Brothers. 
Um, uh, Venture Brothers was, yes. a, I think, about to begin production on what was supposed to be the final season. We get no more Venture Brothers. Thank you, Adult Swim. Uh, you broke my heart with Metalocalypse, and you buried me with Venture Brothers. Fuck you forever. And then uh, news came out yesterday or today that Rick Moranis was ready to get back into acting and was pitching a pilot for his own new animated series. And Adult Swim turned him down because, quote, no one knows who Rick Moranis is. <sighs> so fuck oh. Adult Swim forever. Oh. Until Adult they Swim fix some like... shit. God, how much of their mm. demographic is fucking in their thirties. Thank <laughs> like you. A bunch okay. of eighties babies, you know? Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hit you guys with some, uh, bullshit, uh, because you know, I'm black. Who the fuck is Rick Moranis? I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you, what? Yeah. Sir? Totally. Sir. Yeah. yeah no, like, totally. sir. No, like, yeah. You're you, going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you with that knowledge. What, wh- who you, is this man? <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. Like, you yeah, never wait, watched. Is Rick, Mor- is Rick Moranis a white hero? Like, he is must that be a thing? because I don't oh, wow. know who he is. <laughs> okay, so you've seen Ghostbusters, right? Okay, okay, you got me. Yeah, remember the Weasley little lawyer that turned like, into the evil dog demon and okay, I, the other I evil know. dog I, demon. Now and I know who it is. I guess Rick I Moranis. He's Honey, the I shrunk the kids. Michael. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Spaceballs. Okay. Spaceballs. That, like, yeah. Dark helmet. Thank yeah. you. He was Darth Albert. You're welcome. I, I, oh I'm very, God. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I see your Schwartz is bigger than mine. <laughs> I've uh, fall off of that bus like hard. I, I did not remember him. It's, oh. it's cool. It's oh, cool. Man. Apparently, for Adult Swim, nobody that hurt the fuck me. Else was <laughs> that hurt. That hurt me physically just now. Oh my God. I am so sorry. I was just like, uh, I th- I think wait I'm a having who? a stroke. <laughs> Who's Rick Moranis? My my apologies. I did not remember that name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Woo! man, that was a conversation that we just had. <laughs> I tell you. I feel I'm sweating right now. I feel the tension from you guys from afar. <laughs> I didn't even know I could shoot lasers out of my eyes. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That is amazing. Right. Well, I caught up on Lucifer. I don't know. Maybe I mentioned that last time. Did I mention that last time? I watched the latest season of Lucifer, uh, which was Netflix produced. Yeah. Uh, and it was dope. Okay. I didn't it was watch actually a Lucifer really good season. That. It's worth a watch. It's fun. Okay. It's kind of your typical supernatural uh, cop procedural thing, like sure. in the vein of you know, kind of a Joss Whedon-y sort of vibe based on a, the character wasn't DC, but it was an, it was an imprint owned by DC, I think. And there's been some DC crossover there. Right. You know, and you know me, it's based on a comic book. I'm going to fucking watch it. Even if I know I'm going to hate it, I'm a nerd. I'm going to fucking watch it so I can hate on it in an intelligent fashion. Yeah. I mean, that's why we have this podcast, right? This is exactly why we have this podcast. But but you're not really hating on it, though. Like, you're actually giving some credit to That's actually also a good point. Okay, now, I'm not a DC guy, first of all. Uh-huh. Any, anybody that's 
known me for more than 35 hot seconds knows that I'm a diehard Marvel guy. Okay. I like my indie books. DC's in there somewhere for me, right? Like, I read a little bit of Batman. I read some, like, eh, kind of non-popular books, I guess. But there are some translations, some versions of DC properties that are presented so well that you you can't not enjoy them. Uh, the a lot of the DC animated stuff, the DC, the like the DC animated universe that's been happening for the last, I don't know, ten years or something, is fucking excellent. Like, uh, if you haven't seen, uh, what's the one that was kind of the origin story? Uh, something Frontier. I don't remember. Anyway, you, me. you can look yeah, it up. It's it's easy to Google. It's it's the one of the best animated comic book movies I've seen. Not on par with like you know into the Spider Verse, you know nothing is. Well, but, sure, that was a great, you know, a great right. feat. But I, I want to say it's called New Frontier, like Justice League New Frontier or something. Okay, okay, and it's it's kind of you know set in a recent past where it's got kind of the old the old Batman animated series vibe a little bit, but like darker if if that's possible. It's fun. It was a good movie. Some of the best character development I've seen for Bruce Wayne slash Batman in an animated feature ever. Oh, yeah. That is, in yeah. fact, the new frontier. Yeah. I went ahead and looked that up. It's you put it on your watch list. That's that's worth that's worth spending 90 minutes. OK, it's a good one. I'd check it. check it. Did you ever watch the original Justice League cartoons? Yes, I haven't seen the latest season of Young Justice though, so mm-hmm. no spoilers. I do really enjoy me some Young Justice. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite comics. Like when I was fourteen, I worked at this comic store, which was mm-hmm. right when they put out, I think, the first iteration of Young Justice, and it was funny. That would have been uh, really quirky. Early nineties, late nineties. That was late nineties. Like, oh well, yeah, yeah, that was late nineties. That was like. 98 okay maybe 97 but uh yeah that was uh, that like actually kind of got me into dc comics a little bit mm-hmm. sure that and some of there's always a gateway drug that's true it's true and then they lost me when they did the new 52 it's just mm-hmm. like this is mm-hmm. y'all are trying a little too hard to make yeah. all of these comics the exact same thing mm-hmm And then they gave us Rebirth, which is better. I haven't even I haven't read that. I I never came back. Yeah, yeah. They Rebirth happened when I was in Texas and had nothing to do but read comic books. Mm, okay, um, sure. because Texas and I weren't compatible. <laughs> and so so I bought a bunch of those Rebirth books, and they were they were all right, you know. It was better than New Fifty Two. I'll give him that. It it was a, a definite improvement. Show enough. Well, they fucking needed that. Yeah. Some of those Rebirth books are worth a couple bucks now too, and I have a bunch of them. I sold all of my comics. <gasps> really? Every single damn one. Well, actually, not all of them. There were some that I kept, but uh, I sold most of them. Where'd you Where'd you sell them? I sold them to Mutiny Info Cafe. Shit, I wish you'd have told me you were selling them. I, I might have bought them from you. I'm actually... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
So Cactus Elbow Hangover audience, I uh, am soon going to be in the market for comic book collections. Uh, if you have a comic book collection that you might be looking to get rid of, please let me know. You know what? TM two ton twenty one. That's funny that you. That's funny that you mentioned that. Really? Are you looking to get rid of your collection? I'm looking to downsize. How about that? Oh wow! All right. What, what do you a got? I've got a collection. L- I've got a lot, dog. <laughs> I yeah. back at, back in my uh, heyday because I haven't I've gotten omnibuses ever since, but like back in my heyday, I was ba- buying comic books like fucking cotton candy, dog. Like it was just okay. So when so when was your heyday? Uh, what would you say, Hobbs? Like early two thousands, like maybe two thousand. It's uh, like oh four to ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So I wasn't doing you were a whole my lot supplier. of collecting. I wasn't doing a whole lot of co- you. You were the plug, Reese. No, um, I would like I, just I, go I, sit on Reese's couch and read. I would for I hours. would buy like books, dog, like like stacks okay. and stacks of books, uh, like Marvel stuff, DC stuff. What are we talking? Uh, we're talking everywhere because I was. We're a big trying fan. to record a podcast, and I'm wheeling and dealing here. Yeah, I know. I, I'm talking about everywhere. I was an Image fan, like I was an all around mm. fan. Uh, uh, everywhere uh, that I like, but it was primarily Marvel and uh, uh, a little bit of DC because I was uh, I really really liked uh, Batman's the Scott Snyder okay so- okay series. okay so. stop I I can only get so erect so like <laughs> <laughs> like like bulk wise how many books are you looking to get rid of oh man uh, I have to actually like like literally look through them now because like how like estimate how many long boxes see i mean i'm going to be pushy now i've got seven long boxes and then a couple of boxes that just are have a bunch of books in them as well Mm. okay okay well figure out what you got and let me know what you're going to get for them and run my inventory let's let's talk i'll run i'm not not above making a trip out to out to lincoln to pick up a truckload of books cactus elbow hangover fans does this sound like it could be you (laughs) <laughs> we have just made a deal hit us up <laughs> let's uh you, let's talk would shop. you like to have this same annoying conversation <laughs> <laughs> we can make this happen that's two ton 21 dot hench for life number four hench for life at gmail.com and oh. on that happy note we're gonna take a quick break are we yeah. <laughs> we need break points. Does, do we have to vote? And we are back. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Hey. My cat wants my What's attention. Up? What the fuck? What's up, y'all? It's round two of this episode. We're back. On a Monday. Not a great Monday, but a Monday. Nah, it's been, yeah, it's a Monday. It's a Monday to a start of a week that I hope is not super long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last there week was a little... That. Last week was a little weird, you know? But that's all right. Things happen. Mm. Things happen. One thing that did happen last week, picked up the new Mario package that mm-hmm. came out for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. That came out for the Switch. 
which has Mario 3D and Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy, mm-hmm. but no Galaxy 2, mm. which kind of like begs, you know, it's so, going to be DLC. Yeah. Like, are we just, are we just <laughs> going to have Mario Galaxy 2 kind of maybe as a download or maybe, maybe never like a $25 mm. indie game? That would suck. How much that did would, the, the, the bundle? Suck. How much would the, did the bundle cost? Bundle was like fifty nine. See, right, yeah, like your, like your average, the average cost of a. a See, game. and and what Nintendo wants you to do is is buy the the value bundle of three games, and then go. Those were so much fun. Hey, let's go buy Galaxy Two for sixty dollars. They better make that a goddamn good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and as much I as I'm patient about the it. The last one was really good. Yeah. And and as much as I'm complaining, I'm not actually even playing these three games. I am letting my 10-year-old daughter run through them for her first time. Mm-hmm. And, um... Which is I'm maybe playing, even better than it playing is. them it's, yourself. It's so, so fun to watch and and hear about. But... Uh, I'm I'm going through Mario Odyssey for the first time and mm. enjoying that. Although, admittedly, I'm going pretty slow because I don't have a lot of time to game, and mm. I didn't have enough games to play and not finish. So I picked up Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, the remakes, so that I could you know do that also. I needed another game box for my shelf. Oh, I actually downloaded it. On my laptop, for what that's worth. <laughs> you know, I'm saving on the plastic and shit. And I have been playing it. I was just so remarking to somebody earlier today about the unbelievable number of games that I have purchased on Steam and have never installed. Mm. Like, I have... Uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm this guy. I'm the guy that's got a couple of old, like, PS3 games upstairs that never got unwrapped and put into the PlayStation. So, not many, but a couple, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Steam, mm, there's there's no breaks. There's no breaks on the Steam summer sale. You you buy everything, because you have to. Because stock up. Because you and, never know when you might actually have that time to right. play and all those some, games. Someday, I'm going to play that entire Arkham series. <laughs> it's a good series. I, I got about I got about an hour into the first one, and I was like, "Hey, this is pretty good." So I bought the rest of them. Someday, <laughs> someday I'm gonna play those games. Right. I always feel like that until it the reality of that commitment hits me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, wait." <laughs> but you're right. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Animal Maybe. Crossing, boy. But anyway, any gaming I did this week was all tabletop shit. Oh yeah, let's yeah, talk about that on for us. Developing the D and D, the 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 epic new game world of the Isle of Red. I'm gonna pretend you and I didn't have a conversation about that a couple of nights ago. <laughs> tell me about. Tell me more about this Isle of Red. So, uh, so I'm throwing it together. Uh, I'm learning five E. Which uh, you know, a little bit of a learning curve. I'm used to. I'm a three five guy. And and when you say throwing it together, you mean you are creating your own campaign. Uh, I'm creating my own world, 
Oh, uh, oh in which we'll be able to run multiple campaigns, uh, multiple quests within any campaign. So, yeah. All right. So, no, no big deal. No big deal. And no, no, you know, just small feats. You know, I I gotta say it's it's really kind of not a big deal. Like oh, okay. doing this doing this twenty years ago, like when Evan and I were doing it, you know, in a dinky apartment in Aurora, it was tough. It was all books and pens and papers, and and we looked like wizards researching new spells. You know, it was it, it was fun, but severely difficult and time consuming. There are online tools now that you can generate random stuff and generate maps and create a map and, you know, just drag and drop items and enemies and tokens onto it. And it's, eh, it's so easy. It's, it's like my hand is being held and dragged into the lovely garden of Dungeons and Dragons. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. Roll 20. And I'm using World Anvil as kind of a wiki for my game world. Fantastic tools. Free or there's paid versions that give you a little more access and power. But the free versions are fantastic. Excellent tools for gaming, especially in, you know, the age of Corona when we can't all get to a table together Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you have to play online. Roll 20, man. Roll 20 is the way to do it. I'm just going to put a camera in front of my little dice box and people are going to have to look at my fucking results because uh, (laughs) I like my dice. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. Um, I also want to uh, give a <laughs> shout out to dndbeyond.com, which is another website folks can use for tools. Truth. And that has a really user-friendly, free service, and their paid service is also pretty awesome. Mm. So check that out. They're never going to listen to this, so let me tell you a quick secret. If someone in your campaign has access to all of their books, because you can buy all of the D&D, like everything. The um, source books, the monster manuals. Yeah, like all of it. If one of your campaign members has that, they can share that access with everyone in the campaign. That's right. And then you all get a bunch of free shit. Yep. So keep that in mind, y'all. Table toppers out there, get that free shit. And and I think the point is play. Yeah, and more than anything. And go I roll mean, up a character and play. Man, D D is more I think more popular now than it's ever been before. It and is. There's so much good, like not just published content, but the sheer amount of homebrew content out there for whatever system you want to play. And it's so easy to 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 create and, and and if you don't want to create, you don't want to take that time. There's just grab a module, run yeah. a campaign, play, just play. Yeah, get out there, y'all. Do, do, do something with your friends. Hell yeah. Maybe maybe have a cocktail or two if that's your thing. Yeah, and, have a uh, beer, slay an orc. Yeah, socialize. Make a day. Reese, you're like uh, table toppers. <laughs> There's a gif that's playing in my head and i think the guy is the guy's name is uh either biff or something like that but he's from nerds or the the movie nerds oh yeah ogre uh, ogre thank you thank nerds! you for the correction 
nerds. Yep, that's 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 what I'm screaming right now. But I'm mm-hmm. not screaming. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not screaming. I'm, I I have never been into D and Haven't tried it ever. Well, oh. Master Master Yoda said it best when he said, might, "You I, will be." I might take you it back. Be. Like I may have tried it once in high school with uh, right a bunch of guys who uh, we all played Final Fantasy VII around one another. Like nice. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Like, it nice. wasn't we'll, anything that we'll, I remember. We'll get you. We'll get yeah, you. We'll, we'll, we'll work this We'll out. get you to sit in on a session, and then you'll be like, Shit, And then you're gonna fun. Be I, going to be going online. We'll, uh, we, we'll I need see. to go roll we, up a paladin. I'll be right back. Right? We, Customizing we, your own minifigures and having yeah. them shipped to your house. You we will <laughs> see about that, because <laughs> you're not the only ones, as our lovely friend Ben per- participates quite a bit in mm. D&D. Oh, does he? Oh, yes, Are they doing does. online stuff? I don't think so. I think he's like got some other folks that he does with. Okay. He's also into <laughs> big into Warhammer right now. Oh, uh, man. I There's a local shop here in Denver that I go and buy paint and uh, some accessories from. Games Workshop, which is mm-hmm. like, a, they're a chain, but it's mm-hmm. a locally owned, like a guy in Denver, you know, this is his. It's like, it's like a fast food restaurant where you like own your own part of the franchise type shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm going way more <laughs> in depth into this than I needed to. So, so there's the shop it's games workshop. It's up on Colfax here in Denver and they have a ton of Warhammer stuff, but they have like painting sessions that, you know, folks can come in and not just game, but like paint their minis and, and do the whole thing. That's um, dope. That is what Ben is like so deep into. I am like, that is actually one of my favorite things about gaming. Like in that sense is like finding the minis, you know, ooh, like ooh, painting. Ooh, let's on. talk about hero forge. Oh yeah. Let's do talk about hero. How forge. cool is freaking hero forge. So people who don't know what hero forge is, uh, HeroForge.com is a super cool <sighs> website that you can go to. Are we giving right, them Reese. free advertisement? <laughs> Absolutely. And it, I don't even care. If yep. they want to listen to this and sponsor us at some point, hey, that'd be great. But uh, so you can go onto their site and mm-hmm. you can customize your own minifigures. And they are awesome. They have so many different things that you can select, mm-hmm. like different features, different. Like, like you know. you're going to get the character model you want. Oh like, yeah, like I wanted a, a steampunk swashbuckler. Mm-hmm. I made a steampunk swashbuckler, and God it was right. dope. And then I painted him, and maybe I'll post a picture on our website. Mm-hmm. But oh, hey, uh, speaking of swashbucklers, sorry to interrupt you again. Oh no, go ahead. You were talking about your level five, level five. I think so, swashbuckler. I'm just gonna roll up a second version of the campaign with harder enemies. Because I got some people that are running like level three to level five, so okay. I have some people that want to play. They're running like level one, level two, right? But I have some level three to level five, so I'm just gonna run two different stat block sets and have a harder version of the campaign. Oh, that's gangster! I like that's yeah. a good idea. Super good idea. So Hero Forge, if you don't want to paint your own minis, though, I suggest you do. It's an investment, though. It's a, and not just in money, but in time. They now have an option where you can customize the colors 
And like you can just get a pre-painted customized minifigure. Hmm. Which is amazing. Super cool. When I was like just getting into D&D and that was also, you know, somewhere in the vicinity of like 97, 98. Mm-hmm. Those were like pewter minifigures. Mm-hmm. You had to order them. I like fortunately for me worked at a gaming and comic shop. Mm-hmm. So I and unfortunately because that's where my entire 14-year-old <laughs> paycheck went, you know. <laughs> was to minifigures that I custom ordered for myself mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then uh and then comics and fast food because uh you know high school cuz you were 14 and yeah you know as a freshman yeah, expendable income exactly yeah exactly race come back we're done talking about D&D I'm sorry yeah <laughs> Did that just say nerds? Nerds? Yeah. Nerds. Yes. Yes, okay. it did. Yeah, we we totally went. Yeah. We went no, on a rabbit hole. Please there. go 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 ham on that. All right. On I've got nothing to say. No. <laughs> ah, you know, it's it's kind of sort of our gaming segment now. I yeah. guess we can expand. No, tabletops. tabletops forks into Let's the category. There. It's Let's all get good. there. Hell yeah, it does. And it's not. I mean, at this point, we can't really call it tabletop anymore. No, not know? really. It's we're on screen. We're clicking yeah. mice and rolling dice. You know, that's also true. It's I, I don't even know where we go with that, like as a label, but it's fun gaming that you can mm-hmm. do with your friends, you know? Yeah. And that's that's dope. I will say that I do enjoy a game of Uno online. Hey, you can play Uno online. Oh, yes, yeah, you can. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mind oh, yeah. blown. I've I've only found out about this through uh, another channel. It is uh, a pro wrestlers channel who plays with other wrestling friends and plays Uno all the time. Okay. Like I have managed to get on there a couple of times, play a couple of rounds with just some randos. Don't have to chat mm. them, or don't have to really speak with them or whatnot and stuff. But just you know, ah, it's a virtual paradise. Yep. Hey, oh, interaction without the social part. <laughs> Amazing. I'm just trying to be honest about hating people. That's all. <laughs> that's, I mean, I think that's fair. Is what do you think, nice? guys? Should we take another break real quick? I was going to say, and that's how you grind a podcast to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. We have both a project manager and a product owner um, because yeah. this team is bloated as fuck. We also have a business analyst uh-huh. and a lead back-end dev and a lead front-end dev and then like two front-ends and a back-end and then I'm like the QA. It's a lot of people on a team. I mean, you're staffed for a full fucking DevOps unit. It's truth, but we don't run like a full fucking DevOps unit. That's unfortunate. It is so unfortunate. It's okay. It's getting better. By the time this contract's up, it will be a well-oiled machine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, we still need to talk about doing a QA podcast. We totally should do the QA podcast. Are you saying I think if we it? do just like a once once a month thing, pick a topic and you know Cer- share some QA stories and talk about whatever. That might Certainly. be that might be kind of cool. That would be cool. I'd, I'd do it. That'd be a lot of fun. And then we should have devs come and guest, and we should just roast the shit out of them. Like, oh the yeah. Time. <laughs> Oh yes, I don't know. It's gonna go so. That's just not gonna go well at all. <laughs> no, I think if they were in on it ahead of time, it could be really funny. If so, just, Dave, tell me if hey, you man, built it. Why can't you tell me how it works? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Do you know what this button's supposed to do? You put it there. Uh, relevant content. Relevant content. Hey, was the the AEW one, was that all out? I believe so, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, you you got blood in your veins, huh? Just uh, just some hot <laughs> blood in your veins right now, huh? Just being no, like, it's, yeah, I'm it's about not to, even that. I'm, I'm just... about to lay it down on AEW. That was, uh, that was just uh, some things. That was... It was hell. <laughs> it was, was what rough, it was, dude. That was it was rough. it was it was bad to watch. <laughs> yeah, that was that was but, a shitty thing to happen early. But um, you know, we've uh, we've dealt with like a lot worse in our history. But you know, but it was well, kind of rough just watching that, being like, guys, just oh, wait, wait. Let's let's start. Let's start. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're back. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're. Damn it. <laughs> we were on something, man. I was feeling we, it. We keep uh, accidentally starting podcast segments. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll rewind this. Let's do this now. All right. <laughs> oh no! So no, we're it's we've started. So yeah, son but- of a bitch. AEW. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last pay per view from them was actually uh, wasn't too bad. It wasn't. Um, I my favorite match was Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. It was just a a wrestle absolutely a wrestle gonna- match. Share a side story of Thunder Rosa in a little while, but we'll let's talk about the pay per view first. All right, uh, my second matchup uh, I thought was good, but I thought was just went too long. It would have been match of the night if it didn't go as terribly long as it went. But the tag match with Kenny Omega and um, at, that was a uh, great match. Like yeah. you're you're right, it was long. I it have was so I, long. <laughs> I wonder if that went longer because of the botch earlier in the night. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, it, we we're already hitting like what? What time was it at that moment? Oh, yeah, it was, was so long. late. <laughs> I it was, was just like, I'm like, I'm over it, man. <laughs> yeah. Can I, I can mean, I interject here for just one second? Yeah. Please go ahead. And 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 I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm doing that a lot tonight. Apparently, it's a, it's my mutant superpower. I don't have much to say about wrestling, which is why I want to interject because this is actually something I have to say about wrestling. Uh, our local guy Hunter Gray. Oh, I yeah. saw something on his uh, social media that was some kind of very public call out to Kenny Omega. Are they going to be working a program? Oh, that would be funny. Have Have you heard anything about that? Not I have not. I would laugh hysterically would, if that fucking, was. Like I'd love a to thing. see that. I'd love I, to see one of our local guys fucking. Oh, well, we in, already in have that kind of arena. We have a local woman um, in that arena. Do we? Yeah. Oh my god, I totally forgot her name now. She, she's on the AEW. Well, what faction is she a part of? <laughs> no, she's not. She's got this like 
horror theme going on. Like she comes out like oh, abandon. Yeah, abaden. 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 Yeah. She comes um, out as a what? Like a zombie, and she's got Ooh. like the makeup, and she's creepy. She's got the crawl down, and like uh, okay, it's a good gimmick. And she was one of the she was on one of the dark matches that they had here in Denver when AEW came through that uh, I got to go to, and then she showed up on another dark match, and then she signed hmm. and is now there, which is dope. Like that's um, awesome. She, Often, I've seen her at the Respect Women's Wrestling, which is one of the local shows yeah, here yeah. in Denver. That's the uh, Herman's Hideaway show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're actually going to be doing a series of shows in a couple weeks at not Herman's Hideaway. <laughs> it is the... One of the theaters downtown. Not downtown. Oriental? Yes, the Oriental Theater up okay. in uh, North Denver. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's a weird venue for a wrestling match, man. It's a weird place to see a wrestling match, especially because the ring is on the stage. It's on a stage. Like on an on, elevated you know, stage. Yeah, so one like, side like of it's the... It's a theater. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a theater. So one side of the ring goes off the stage. Like yeah. it's just it's just the edge of the stage, and mm-hmm. so if somebody goes over that rope, it's it's like, like a twelve foot bump. Like, it is, yeah. Um, and I've I watched uh, Colt Cabana take that bump, and mm. he looked terrified. Like he caught himself. <laughs> like he forgot that that was not you know a side he could go off, and that was that was a thing. So yeah, yeah, okay. So so Wolf. Yeah, Hunter Gray. He's or Gray. Uh, I don't know why. It's because he dresses like he, <laughs> he wears dresses like a wolf. He kind of has you know, like a wolf attire thing going on. Yeah, it's a little loincloth thing happening. Yeah, a little caveman. You know, I don't know who his. He has a regular tag team partner too. Um, the the they call themselves the Pillars. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what that guy's name is. Which yeah. no offense to that guy. I've just that only seen huge. I've only seen that tag team twice or once. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that that dude's big. That dude's big. They sell the whole barbarian thing real well. They do. They do. That's a fun gimmick. It is. We got off track a little bit there, and that's <laughs> we were, okay because we're going to we hop were talking back. about. Oh no, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about, about Kenny Omega. Yeah. Oh well, well yeah. So so we were we we're talking about uh, AEW's AEW All, out, All which out. is the the most recent pay per view they did. Yeah, it it really it wasn't terrible, but. They had a couple things happen, a few botches, and one of them involved Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy fucking again, <laughs> in which they, you know, a, it was like Hardy got speared off of a scissor lift and they were supposed to land on some tables, but instead of like landing square on the tables they basically just like graze the tables and they slightly over they slightly overshot the the table straight to the concrete Mm, just a slight like oh it was it was just a slight but like it was more inches in and they would have went through the tables but nope they were like just a few inches quite off it's grazed the table and then we saw a horrifying thing (laughs) yeah uh you know matt hardy obviously having a concussion and the referee trying to consistently stop the match, but they wouldn't stop the match. And that is terrifying. <laughs> Y'all need to do better. 
like Duke got up. You could tell that he couldn't stand on his own. Like other guy was trying to hold him up while they were like moving. It wasn't good. Wasn't good. Not a good look. They right. then proceeded to deny that there was like any sort of serious injury that happened with it. But now Matt Hardy is mysteriously injured. Yep. <laughs> and will be off air for the foreseeable future with a quote unquote leg injury, which goes to, goes to the point, you know, them pulling this. Don't we think that Matt Hardy is just better creative rather than, you know, having him wrestle. Yeah. He maybe doesn't need to be taking those bumps anymore. You know, (laughs) those, those spots are, they're, they're dangerous, you know, like, I mean, obviously uh, wrestling is a dangerous sport, but like that was, that was a rough bump. And, uh, you know, Guevara has a a terrible habit of kind of overdoing things and kind of overcompensating. But this wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It was a freak accident. You know, I I guess I'm more referring to like Guevara throwing a chair at Hardy's face and busting him open uh, a couple weeks prior and probably also giving him a concussion. So like, how many concussions do we need to give Matt Hardy? in a month you know like dude is almost 50 years old like let's let's let him retire and remember his kids like well he doesn't need to be doing these hardcore things that he's doing Mm -hmm. anymore like i don't know like you know i i appreciate matt what he's done for the business and what how how he's able to rebound as well within the business uh pretty, pretty damn well um but i don't need to see him taking these type of bumps and these type of hardcore uh yeah. moments like and matt, stuff matt is already like he's gonna spend his later years in a wheelchair he's there he's yeah. already there with the concussions we don't want to watch you die matt right like yeah just to tone it down buddy you could you could just do story and like hit people every once in a while you know those, le- those leg bumps. drops have not done well for his lower back either oh and stuff. no so mm-hmm. no <laughs> It's not a very forgiving sport unless nope. uh, you do DDPY all the time. Because apparently <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page can uh, heal everyone. Hey, man. <laughs> Yoga heals it all. He, oh, he no, just, it's he true. Just, Dallas, he just, we're looking for sponsors, buddy. He also just salted. Like, he, put, he, he sprinkled that diamond dust all over Yoga, and now it's mm. just his. Because, you know, do the diamond cutter while you're in this doggy pose. There you go. Sprinkle mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to get back into that shit, because I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you actually and uh, was doing pretty good there for a while. Alas. Alas. So anyway, yeah, that was negative wrestling stuff. Positive wrestling stuff. <laughs> there were there were some good matches up in that shit. And it definitely the you know, showstopper for me, uh, like we said, was the Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa match, which was mm-hmm. great. That was the AEW women's champion versus the NWA women's champion. Mm. Which was fun. Like that was a good concept. I'm glad they're starting to kind of bring that into there like oh they so have do we have they have to do we have a united title now or do we have a two-strap champion two. or how did oh what oh are we doing? uh she won, it was it was not a non-title match ah uh, um even better was it i don't i don't think that it was for the aew championship i thought it was for some reason 
I, I could be wrong. I could, could be, wrong. be wrong. I thought it was just a champion versus champion match. Because I think uh, Sheeta is about to challenge for her title. Oh, is she? Maybe I was wrong then. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was for the AEW title. But it wasn't a strap versus strap match. Because yeah, that's Rosa very kept true. hers. Though she lost to Sheeta. It was a fun match. Rosa killed it. I think she has now like signed with AEW. Uh, I think the NWA and both both of them are are in mutual uh, talks. Oh, okay, all right, got because it. Because I so, can because I foresee this that like you know Nick Adonis coming over to challenge Moxley mm-hmm. or something like that, or you know Eddie Kingston is very good with NWA as well. So like you know we we have that mutualness coming out mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's good that AEW is branching out oh, i totally agree uh, uh because they could they they need it right now and stuff they're not mm-hmm. i i think they have not been able to create the good stars that they've been trying to and stuff like it'll get there but it's just it's taking too long like we you know who i can only cheer for moxley so much he's bringing no, <laughs> nothing to the table for me anymore <laughs> yeah i mean it was that was an okay match yeah it wasn't bad, but yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. We need a new champion. You know, he's he's had it for long enough. We've had only two AEW champions in like a year, which isn't a bad thing. But like, yeah, let's let's maybe get it some new blood. But it's mm-hmm. just it's just Dean. And, and, I mean, John Moxley. I mean, <laughs> what, <laughs> he's he, there's no difference between both of these characters. <laughs> was that a sneak diss? <laughs> I don't think that was a sneak diss. Nah, that was that was pretty deliberate. It's like it's, it started <laughs> was, as a sneak diss yeah. and then it became like, a slap in the face, which was great. That, Just a that, committal. That was that, nice. was, a, that yeah. was pretty deliberate. That was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Listen, I, I I like him as a wrestler. He's just like his. There's no character to him and stuff. And I I don't see the reason to cheer for him. But you know, people like him. So like, what what am I supposed to say? You know, I'm I'm wrong most of the oh. time. <laughs> I I did see a, a YouTube clip of a fan trying rushing, to jump him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like trying to rush Moxley as he was walking out to that match. And security just like dogpiled him, and he just like looked over, and just kind of shrugged and like, kept walking <laughs> to the ring. It's like I don't even think it's a character. I'm pretty sure that's just him. I, know? I I know that. Yeah, like that's just he. He's just like yeah, I'm gonna be me. Yeah, but, I don't know that. That to me was funny, but um, and not not the guy rushing him. You know, you should not rush anybody. Like don't don't be that guy. Or lady, don't be that, that person. Was, yeah, don't was, get up and just like, especially in the the COVID, like pandemic shit. You're gonna get up and try and touch somebody, and then smart. and then get tackled by a bunch of sweaty dudes. Like, man, think of your health. Think of <laughs> Maybe health. that was the end goal. Think of your health. <laughs> Maybe that was the end goal. Some people like being tackled by a bunch of sweaty dudes. Maybe he just needed. Contact, there's nothing wrong with that like in some way you know yeah. it's like if josh josh if nothing yes else. sir yes sir i'm i'm disagreeing with you on that no no <laughs> <laughs> oh no i i know these people personally <laughs> believe me they're out there and they're wonderful people okay uh hobbs just to confirm it was for the title 
Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I stand corrected. But no title changed hands. No but title, no title changed. changed hands. Right. But uh, yeah, so we're seeing Thunder Rosa on EEW more, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Mm-hmm. When I got to do the Respect Women's Wrestling here, and when I say got to do uh, my band Secret Dog, got to play there. So cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, but Thunder Rosa was the the um, headline match versus the local champion. And that it was chaotic and a lot of fun. And I got to watch it like at eye level on the stage, mm. like just watching the ring, which was, you know, almost arm length away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cool. That was it. dope. That was a, a really great experience. And she was a really nice lady. So fuck yeah, Thunder Rosa. Way to do your thing. Get it. Hell yeah. Uh, and another thing I thought was super funny was that we got to listen to Billy Corgan talk about wrestling on AEW. And anytime <laughs> I get to listen to like Billy Corgan talk about anything and just kind of rant and be crazy and Billy Corgan-ish. I, have, I'm you, have you seen his I furniture chuckle. store commercials? Yes. Yes, I have. Where he like he contractually forced all of his wrestlers to show up and like act in yes, his in furniture his, store yeah. commercial. Oh my yeah, god. That's um He's he's a dude. So good. That does some things. <laughs> he's made some choices. He's made some great music, but like He's a wrestling well, fan. Leave him alone. No, I appreciate that he's a wrestling fan. <laughs> I just also he's a wrestling appreciate... fan with money, and he's yeah. doing what exactly what <laughs> any of us would do if we had money. That's right. That's exactly that's what Billy Corgan is. I just appreciate his weird eccentricities. Hell yeah! <laughs> All um, right. Still on this wrestling note, we're gonna. I'm gonna hop over to yeah, um, an interesting segment from WWE. Roman Reigns is now a cheerable heel. Cheerable heel. Yes, he is paired up with Paul Heyman. And now he is this Yeah, guy. we talked about that a little bit last week. That kind of blew my mind. And now like he he is like several t- they're building him into this got this heel that's just going to explode soon on his uh cousin, if you will. But mm-hmm. as he Which goes is one of the Usos, right? Yeah, that's one of the Usos. Okay. Yeah. So, like, he's just, ha- like, you know, he, he, you can see, like, the obsession with the title that he's, is, like, taking hold of him, where every mm-hmm. time, like, Uso does something and, or grabs the title and throws it to him and everything, he, like, you know, he'll be happy. And then the moment that Uso turns his back, you just, like, see his face just sink to so just like this angry and you're like oh my goodness he's going to murder this man <laughs> like <laughs> um, Roman Reigns shocking interesting. shocking that they have turned Roman Reigns into this I am all for it holy crap I have never thought I would have been a for something Roman Reignsy but man mm-hmm. he it, this is uh piqued my interest like what a what a storyline. Like he's right. just about okay, to Okay, let let me ask you this. As a person me, as a person who kind of got annoyed and put off of WWE for a long time. Like I haven't watched a WWE match in probably a year. Mhm. Is it like do I need to look up a recent Roman Reigns match? Like is it is it worth it for me to dip the toes back in the water? Is it that good? 
I would say kind of, but I would like like to allow for the story to build a little bit more before you actually do that. Because right now they're like still in kind of the beginning phases, like the pay-per-view's coming up. So they, we may they could still fuck it up. They could still fuck it up. Like, but I think that they're on to something really good with him. Um they're setting up Big E as a good babyface run um right now. And I think my prediction Finally. my prediction is is that it's gonna probably be Big E versus Roman Reigns at some major event and possible and I would love it for for it to be at WrestleMania. Hmm. I'd watch it. Biggie's riding a really good babyface run. Um, Roman's just about to like flip that switch and just become full on angry big dog in the yard. I don't know. Like <laughs> you just called him the big dog, angry oh, big dog in the yard. yard. <laughs> yeah. I but thought I'd hear the day. Me nope. neither. Just surprising. I feel dirty. It's just surprising he's doing so. It's it's going so well in my view. Oh, no, uh, it's it's great. It's great. Besides that and stuff, there's all types of wacky things going on in WWE. But look, we're gonna move on to the real section. What I deem the real <laughs> section of wrestling. The real wrestling, and that is New Japan and the G One. G One climax has started. And I have be- not been more happier just to see a sequence of great wrestling slash just weird, comical, freaking stupid wrestling moments like from uh, from Yano, oh, whatever. Nice. Like, it's just a good time and stuff of wrestling. And, you know, Naito is running his his uh, two championship high right now, too. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan. But uh, let's see. Uh, they just had night one a couple of nights ago. and. Uh, on night one, the main event was Kota Ibushi versus uh, Okada. Oh, wow. Just yeah. like on night one. You know? On night one, <laughs> dog. Uh, Kota ended up taking night one, um, beating nice. o- Okada, and then pro- getting on uh, the microphone and literally saying, in, and in Japanese, of course, I am becoming a god. <laughs> it was just like oh boy like interesting here we, i wonder what kind of turn that are we about to have a shooting star freaking explosion from kota like this year like he's just gonna go wild and win the whole thing i don't know i wonder like because i love how they kind of play that that angle where he's like about to lose it yeah, you know, like where where he's in the ring and and he like hits that point where that like he blank just stare. Care. Yeah, and then he just starts hitting people really hard. <laughs> so ah, interesting, interesting. I yeah. I'm gonna have to like jump in this because I forgot that that was starting this week. Yeah, and night two saw um uh Naito versus um Tanahashi. Ooh. Okay, nice match. And that was a really good match as well. That was yesterday, so that was a pleasure to watch. Uh, Tanahashi, wow, like, this old man just still can go. He, he, he is, is a, in such good shape. He is in crazy shape, dude. I don't think no another wrestler that guy's age that is, like, as as just beefcake as fucking Tanahashi is. Chris, Chris Jericho, Deka. 
Yeah, but <laughs> is is Chris Jericho in as good a shape as Tanahashi? No, no, no. I, I said a dig. I said a dig. Oh, That's a- <laughs> dig. Sorry, right. you're right. That that is kind of well. I mean, it's not a dig. Whatever, man. Jericho still puts on some impressive math. Ma- um, whatever. You know, Jericho's <laughs> around, but but uh, he's not in bad shape. I'm impressed with the Tanahashi shape, though. That's yeah. That's something to aspire to, as you know, someone in my thirties. <laughs> I'll, I'll never hit that. Hey man, just put on this music and it'll pump you up right through a workout. It's true. Go Ace. So, uh, who's who's your perspective win for the G one? Oh, I don't know yet, man. No. Like it, I think it's too early, and um, the with uh with what everything that's going on. It's hard to predict what actually this is happening this year, mm. because usually through you, you kind of see throughout the year and stuff as they build towards the G one, like as they craft their stories and everything and stuff. That that one person that's kind of taking a taking a good spot and stuff and like has the hot ticket. You feel that they have the hot ticket. Yeah, and the, and that but this year, of course, with uh, COVID and everything, we just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we just, really it's, super, story. It, it's super unpredictable right now, like who's actually going to win. If I were to guess anyone, it might be Kota this year. I'd like to but, see it. But I think <laughs> he I think he won last. I, I, I can't remember I if he, he won last year or not. If but, it wasn't last year, it was the year before. But. Yeah. But I again, like I, I still think that Kota just needs that one ginormous push for a title, a full on title, like, Oh yeah, I do. Hell, too. hell, even both titles, even if that, um, but well, if he's pushing a wrestling God thing, you know, both titles, dude, I'm, sense. I swear, I swear to the Lord, we're going to see Goku levels of power energy, like emanating from that building. If Kota decides to go God mode, that would be amazing. <laughs> I'd love it. I would love it. Yeah, like we'll see, man. This, this I think that we're in for, for a fun G one, as I believe Yano won the New J- Japan Cup, which is just wild as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Or, How or, did I not know that? Or, I need to like. I, I could be wrong. He won something recently, and it was just like everyone's like, "What? <laughs> like, <laughs> why did Yano win?" <laughs> that's uh, that's intense. That's intense. Whew. Right? Man. Well, y'all, this has been another episode of Cactus Elbow Hangover. Yeah, it has. <laughs> My name is Dan Hobbs. I'm 2 ton 21 I'm in for this afro, y'all. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning in. He said he'd do just as he please, create a formula to bring the world to